new family, dire rituals, and deadly sleep. This is Gluttony and Earth. Hello and welcome to the IDL. My name's Nick and this is Gluttony and Earth. And joining me today, we have our special little boy. It's Kyle. I'm not little. And I guess joining us with us today is our medium special boy. It's Adam. I'd say I'm a medium. Yeah. And with us, as always, is our little special boy. It's Baka Zombie. (laughs) You specifically didn't say large special boy because I'm the fattest one here. Because <laughs> I knew if I said it, you were going to go, you just call me fat? <laughs> I was waiting for that joke. And now I'm wondering, are you calling me fat? <laughs> no, I'm calling you medium. <laughs> but everyone else is a special little boy. Just- I'm not a special little boy. <laughs> I'm, a spe- I'm a special medium boy. <laughs> Emphasis on the... The blank. The space is in between words. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. So today I want to know, uh, what kind of, what's your favorite zoo go-to? So like when you're heading to the zoo and you got this plants, what are you, ex- what is your number one goal when you get to the zoo? What is it that you are after that you want to see your, your zoo, your utopian experience at the zoo, a zootopia, if you will? For me, it's the cats. I like cats. I like big cats. I like small cats. I like all kind of cats. So I like being, they're never out in any zoo I go to. They're always like hiding in a corner. You have to like find the right angle to spot where they're at. Uh, but I, I like I like I like seeing cats. I have never given this one thought in my entire life. You you, you don't go to a zoo with a plan. <laughs> I go to the zoo to see all the animals. Yeah, but you don't have, like, the, the animal you're into. Like, you're like, I want to see the African tree frog. I want to go to the frog tanks. I want to go to the reptile tanks. I want to no. glare in there at the, at the mambas. No, you know what my zoo plan is? I go to the zoo, and I'm like, okay. great. How many different paths do they have? Cool. I'll go walk along the African path and see everything there. Cool. I'll go along the South America path and see everything there. Go to the zoo to see all the animals. It's not like... Is it the African animals you're into the most? Not... This is not... I You like a good okapi? I don't know if that's a a fucking African animal. I don't know Yeah. It is? Okay. (laughs) Okay, I mean, so you're... But you're... I mean, okay, so you just... You just like it in total. That's your big... You just like the zoo in, in, in all of its... Zoonies. Yeah, the I whole zoo is your Zootopia. Yeah. Okay. My least favorite is probably like the the. I'm not a big reptile person, and that's. Oh, okay. I, they're great. I have nothing against them. They're just not for me. That's fair. That's fair. I guess. <laughs> but it's interesting that you didn't have a most into, but you didn't have a least into. <laughs> uh, how about how about uh, Kyle? Kyle. Oh, Kyle. What, what, do you have? Have you been to a zoo? <laughs> Yeah, I've been to a zoo. I think I think I've asked you about it before, like a few episodes ago, uh, <laughs> like a month ago, maybe of recording. Uh, we've talked about zoo. It was like, do they they have zoos at the beach? But uh, what, what kind of what do you, what do you go? What are your interests when you go there? Like, is there a specific like a, like? Oh, I'll tell an you an exhibit. Uh, I'll tell. You. I'll tell you. 
the exit. I don't. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I like it. What is this? I'm not saying it's a good take, but I like it. It's <laughs> not a good take. Don't don't like that. I didn't say it was a good one. I just said it's a strong one. And oh I like that it's my strong gosh! One. What do you, why do you hate animals? I don't hate animals. I just don't want to pay for an experience to be hey. outside to look at. Yeah, for the zoo here, you need to pay to get in. Oh, I can see Lots why that would be. I can see why that would be dissuading. I most I whenever I travel, one of the big things I go to every time is the zoo, and often. The place, the zoo for these places are free, so I just go to free zoos all the time. Also, uh, the zoo in my hometown, uh, I've never paid for because I learned from Baca that you can just walk in and they won't care. We've done that. It's not that they don't care, it's that they can't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> um... Okay, Baka, tell me. Tell, All right. Get a little the zoo. Your hour zoo goers <laughs> over here. I, no, I agree. <laughs> if you're going to the zoo, you make a day of it. All right. <laughs> you you plan the day before. You look. You see what's new at the zoo. What's the new exhibits that they're promoting? What is their daily times for everything? Feedings, trainings, shows, and you plan. Around that, you you pick a point at the map to start. You go around and you hit the points at certain parts of the day. Big cats, you want to see big cats go early in the morning because that's when everything gets fed. The big cats are going to be moving, especially. And Good as you, know. you go throughout the day, as you spend at least 20 minutes at each exhibit because they're going to be doing different things. You can like track to see what they're doing. If they're if you aren't able to see them perfectly at that time. Log it in your mind. You're coming back to that exhibit later in the day when they're doing the nighttime feedings. Obviously, I travel to go to zoos. <laughs> no, that's also why I didn't have a like. I don't have any strong opinions, and I knew Baka would, so I wanted no, to I, hear. I, I knew Baka has strong opinions. Baka's the zoo boy here. All all zoos are a zootopia for for Baka. I went to Seattle just to go to two different zoos. I did nothing else. I would go to Texas just to go to zoos and do nothing else. And I was I there for a week, and all I did was <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you skipped out on the other reason you went to go yeah, <laughs> to I Texas just Lewis to go to the zoo. a video game yeah, tournament, Lewis, yeah. and didn't go to the video game tournament, went to the zoo. <laughs> I will also say, most of the times I've gone to a zoo has been with small children, and that's just like, the you're worst. at the whim of a child then of the what worst. they want to do and what they the think worst. is interesting. So when I was a kid, my it's weird, my interest at the zoo as a kid was very different. To me, uh, I was all about the penny machines. Uh, I did uh, immediately uh, think of penny machines. Yeah, I, that, penny as a kid, the zoo, my my Zootopia was spending change at the get getting destroying U.S. currency uh, to do to get animals on it. <laughs> That's I, a fun physical craft you can interact with. I still have a press a penny no. from I believe a summer school school in elementary trip to the oh. zoo i have like a cup full of just pressed pennies from all these they, different places they should there. bring that back for like quarters and shit now i think I quarters you can uh at one of the zoos near us you can at least when i worked there uh because i used to work at a zoo two different zoos uh you could buy a medallion that was worth a dollar and it was essentially oh. the same thing oh. yeah but i mean dollar. but like it's it's like i i think like if you get like you could do like quarters and shit like that then you're at least taking money out of the system i Don't almost worry. wonder if quarters are 
too tough to press because they're not made of copper like the pennies are. Mm, that could yeah. be. That could too be. Um, I, I mean, because like I, in general, I think money presses is like just a underused way to uh, cut down on inflation. Um, <laughs> and I think we could easily in- <laughs> enact that. I think it's pretty solid. A wild uh, take. <laughs> not a wild. You can Google it. Everyone now just go Google Zootopia no. inflation and you will. No. <laughs> you will get <laughs> very serious research on this. No, um. <laughs> uh, I was thinking, because, like, just taking money out of circulation. I was Because like, I was like, this is the most interesting way that I think the U.S. has for taking money out of circulation is just shitty things like penny pressers but um <laughs> no i don't usually plan i usually because I'm, I'm usually going with other people uh when i'm never when I'm with other zoo. people yeah no i think fair yeah that'd be but i'm usually traveling with other people so that's usually when when we go, go so see the reptiles at noon because they always yeah. do nothing so it's and they're always out so it's just easier to see them at noon nice yeah. little middle of the day relaxation inside so you're not outside can you go back outside? by hanging out with the reptiles yeah all the mammals outside are going to be sleeping at noon because it's hot and it takes a lot of energy for them to move around all day that's when they sleep or what you, you could wh- just leave <laughs> <What>? <laughs> these i i thought some at minimum everyone would be like okay yeah i really like going to see the orangutans or something like that i didn't expect and, and I want to leave. <laughs> this is wild to me. <laughs> Why do you hate animals? <laughs> I don't hate animals. It's just the moment you see them, it's like, okay, cool. What now? <laughs> what now? You get to be their friend by watching them. <laughs> well, like you keep watching just... them, you learn their behaviors, you take pictures of them, so you have files of animal behavior. pictures. <laughs> There's facts about them, and they talk about how they socialize, so then you try to imitate the socialization, hoping that those 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 apes will become your friend and then the one gets really aggressive towards you and you don't know what you did wrong uh and then you learn all these animal facts and use it as your only form of personality to try and get people to yeah. like you but it doesn't work most of the time <laughs> <laughs> also hot tag what's your opinion on the polar bear exhibit at st louis zoo <laughs> uh, i, I asked because it pretty good it's, it's, it's really long but it's mostly dry. There's like a small area of water that he, they're able to swim around. I think. In. I think it's it, to me. Deeper. It looks. It is oh, deep, there. but he he just kept doing like a very small lap, and it looked like he was very he or she. I don't know. Uh, was very bored. Yeah, because I, of like the I small don't remember water. the polar bear exhibit as okay, much from fair. St. Louis because I didn't spend as much time there. Yeah, it was. It's, the water, I was going to say, because the, the, the water exhibit they have, it, like the, the water in that area, is significantly less than like the Como. Like the, I think yeah, it's like yeah, if I, if I remember, less than Because the seals the are close by to them. They have seals there too, right? If I remember correctly. Maybe. I don't remember if I saw seals. Cause I have, like like a, a couple of zoos kind of that I went yeah. to a long time ago matched together. Yeah. Because, and that, no, St. Louis, maybe I'm thinking of one of the uh, Ohio's, not Ohio, wait, I forget where towns are now. Yeah. Cincinnati, that's in Ohio, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Because yes. I, I, there was a weekend where I went to Cincinnati and, uh, uh Tal, not Talladega. What's the T town in, in Ohio? Toledo. 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 Tomato. It wasn't Toledo. Toledo's the it's the big three cities are Columbus, Cincinnati, and Toledo in, in Ohio. 
Um, it was Toledo. Yeah. You're right. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I went to Toledo and Cincinnati in the same week. So those kind of mashed together. I think it might have been one of those. It might have been Toledo That's that right. had the polar bear in the... I went I'd to have to go through all my picture yeah. files. That's right. I went to Cincinnati like eight years ago, so I don't really remember it too much. I did almost get attacked by a puffin at the St. Louis Zoo, and that was fucking scary. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was just hanging around, staring us at the edge. And, like, it's a pretty, like, open area. I, yeah. Like, they could get to you. And then he just started, like, rearing up and, like, getting real hostile towards me. I'm like, why do these animals keep hating me? <laughs> uh, speaking about animals in cages, let's talk about the recap. After realizing it was unsafe to travel alone in the streets with leering ghouls and gas lurking all around them, the crew decided to stick together in the fog and talk to shop owners instead. Endian, at this point, has realized that her money now is hot to the touch. So she wraps it up and puts it away in her bag, but is again needing to take it out to purchase some antitoxin from this general goods store run by Hal the Ghoul. Paying for this antitoxin, uh, realizing that the money is only getting hotter, and she sets it down to pay for the stuff so that way Hal will talk to them actually after saying that there's no public restrooms Hal also lets them know that the best way to the belly swamps is to go west from compass and that they should likely stop by and talk to Lord Thridewolf Volcule the lord of the Volcule estate in which they are in right now uh, that he would have a lot more information for them because he also recognizes that they are not from Dark World, and they seem to be confused about uh, some of the premises in Dark World. So they find their way to the manor by following uh, Compass as Hal instructed, and uh, near the edge of the town is a gated area with lush uh, vegetation and fruits or trees, and they approach it and are let in, and as they're sitting in the foyer waiting for someone um, eventually they hear the click clacks of shoes on hardwood coming down the stairs and Thridewolf Volcule himself greets them. He is in his best luxurious bathrobe uh, and invites them up to the study to discuss some things. He asks for a servant to fetch some fresh uh, Fractaran food for Thelum. So Thelum ends up getting these raspberries, apples, some fish. Uh, stuff to actually snack on while they're in the study. They sit down in this nice, cozy study filled with books and a fireplace and a portrait of a woman, and they start to converse. Endian wonders what's going on with the strings. He says uh, they must have been there. All his, all his fog does is make invisibility visible, so those must have just been attached beforehand. Uh, unable to really give an answer more on that, uh, Thelum asks who the woman is, and he says that's his uh, late wife. He eventually offers them a, a place to stay for the night, which they accept, and also just allows them to understand that it's going to be a three-day journey following Compass to get to Mother's Village, and that he doesn't really know necessarily what they'll find in the belly swamps on the way there, but that they should just not trust anything that they meet there. Um, and so you've accepted your invitation to sleep over. Uh, the servant from before arrives and knocks on the door a bit for an attention. 
Yes, um, my servant here shall be able to find you to your quarters, if you'd like. Unless you have more you wish to discuss, I just, I think you might want to think about your own adventure. Yes, I'm all right with turning in for the evening, if the others are. Yes, you've been very helpful, thank you. Bellum stays put. Okay. It's a Gilvin situation again. <laughs> stays in the study as the other two go to bed. <laughs> Bellum, are you going to be staying up with our host? Wait, what was that? Are you going to be staying up with our host? I have a few more questions. All right. Okay. The servant uh, starts leading you down a few other halls and brings you to a guest room with uh, two beds in it. And he, like, just uh, bows and, and gestures towards the the room. Thank you. Um, uh, looking around, you see there's just, like, the closet is mostly, like, extra, sh extra linens. Um, the beds seem um, fairly comfortable. They're, they're nice beds. The drawers are empty. There's mirrors. There's candles. Um, there's, there's, like, an empty chest like an empty wooden chest on the next to like the windowsill. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any real plans before resting. I don't know if I didn't have any plans for conversations either. So, okay. Um, when the door is closed, mm -hmm. Indy's going to pull out her swords and try to cut these ropes that are her state strings that are hanging from her. Yeah, you find yourself unable to. Slash through them. Um, it's not that they slash through them. It's just they they hit the ropes and they don't cut. Yeah, after a few tries of that, she lets the, her short swords clatter to the ground and then pulls the king's sword out and tries that. It does not cut through. I don't know what these things are. Just out of breath because the king's sword's so heavy for her to <laughs> <Yeah>. swing her. <laughs> you, I mean, he mentioned you haven't made any deals or bargains with anyone. Ellen better hurry up here. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, so Thelum, you're left alone in the room with Ridewolf. Did you have more questions? Um. Here, sit back down. Okay. Um. Make yourself comfortable. Snack on the apple some more. Yeah. Does Eileen mean anything to you? The name Eileen? Uh, he ponders... As he sits back down, he ponders some more. There's something vaguely familiar about that, but I don't know what. Uh, Hold on. I, what does that matter to you, Ildoth? What is. Who is this? Um. Out of, out of, out of character. I just want to confirm. Because I can't find it right now. I did say Eileen's last name was Ramir, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ramir. Eileen Ramir. And his expression, his eyes open further. And what connection do you have to the Ramirs, Ildatha? I <laughs> keep forgetting that I said Ildatha. <laughs> I I am I was Eileen's adoptive son. Why does that name keep ringing a bell? He looks like he's lost in thought for a bit. Like, he's not saying anything. He's just, like, maybe lost in some memories. 
Um, seeing that is is not a hostile um react reaction. I will get up closer to him and ask him if you were able to go in between Dark World and Prisma. Did you have to do a spell? A ritual? Or is that is there just a place where you can just walk out? It depends. Things work differently between Fractera and Dark World. So sometimes our connections are the we are the connections are weaker, sometimes they're stronger. So it really depends on when you can find a, a weak point between the worlds. I found a weak point and I crossed over. Do you cross over multiple times or just one? Just the once. Can I look at his robe? Is there a snake embroidery on it? No. It's just a Gucci. Okay. Um, I want My to wife's know. name is Willow Ramirez. Willow by Taylor Swift. Um, well, I, I don't know what to do with that information. <laughs> um, so, okay. I'm just, I'm just talking out of character. So, he's not the evil, then, that they were trying to keep out. I mean, the, it wouldn't make sense because he he knows how to get out anyways. Do you? Um, have you seen the bubble? I think you'd have to be a bit more specific than just you, the bubble. It, it's 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 a sphere. You interact with it and it creates a sort of force field that you can maneuver. Sorry, that does not ring a bell to did, me. Um, did, did Willow ever talk to you about what she, what she did at that lake? Willow came from a long line of guardians. But it wasn't a thing she wanted, so she left that behind. Do you know what they were guarding the lake from? Willow was not very interested too highly in that part of her life anymore. That's why she and I eloped back to Dark World, so she didn't have to be a part of that world anymore. I did not press her too much on it. Um... I I understand if you'd said no to this, but I just don't really know much of myself and the Ramirez, but would it be possible to to see if I could go through anything she wrote down? Any history about her? If you have any? I keep her room untouched from when she passed. I understand. Um, there, you, you don't need to if you don't want to. I just... The name sounds so familiar. I just... Eileen. I don't know. Maybe it's just... A, it's possibly just a relative of, of hers. But you're from the Guardians yourself. Um, maybe? She... I... She took me in as her own, Eileen. I see. She did train me. Oh. 
Willow's younger sister. That's what it is. I remember. She was not too fond of me. She was very upset that I was stealing her sister away from her. And you're her child. Adoptive, you said, right, Sildatha? Yes. Okay, I gotta get this through. I, I'm sorry. I lied. My name is not Aldafa, it's Stella. Yes, I could tell you were lying, but. <laughs> I thought I'd keep pressing you about it. Sorry, you said it was what? Thelum. Thelum. Well, thank you for being honest with me, Thelum. Yes, follow me. And he gets up. Uh, it's, I think it's at this moment you realize, like, the fish that was prepared was, like, fish commonly found in, like, EA. Oh, what? <laughs> and fruits are from around your... where you grew up. Manga. Um, we met, um... quite some time ago, and we came back here. I inherited the place, and we had a very wonderful time together. She... and this is as you guys are walking towards some... down some hallways... We had a son together, but he, she passed away shortly after, when he was young. Unfortunately, he decided to cast away his interest in this place and ruling over the estate, and he made his way back to Fracterra. What was his name? Maybe I could talk to him, if I ever see him. Kildane. Murphy? Kildane Volcule. Kildane. Why is he trying to kill Dane? Okay. (laughs) Kildane. He has snow-white hair and pale skin. If you ever meet him, maybe you can convince him to give up his little dreams about being a librarian and have him come back home. But... I don't know, I've met I met a couple librarians there. They, they, they always seem to want to be somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll try my best if I see him. Yes. And as you guys are approaching, he's like slowly getting to this room um, and you start feeling um, like this weird. Give me a give me a wisdom save. Oh, no. What is my wisdom mod? Plus two. That is 16. 16. OK. Yeah. You, you feel like this sinister aura coming from the room across the room he's going towards. Uh, but he stops at the door and he opens it up and he he doesn't go inside. Uh, but he just opened it up and like gestures. This, this was her room. And don't mind if you hear noises from the other room. This is little Sigurd's room. Your other son? Yes. Um, it was from a different mistress long, long after Willow passed. He's still an infant, but he he shouldn't cause you too much trouble. Um, if if Sigurd does, what should I do? Uh, I don't know why he would, I guess. I don't know what... I, if he starts making a fuss, I'll come over or have a servant okay. come to him. Yeah, but but um, it, it's okay if I look around, right? Yes, you can go ahead. Thank you. Uh, and I think you're, in a way, you're like an adoptive nephew in, in some regards. So I just prefer not to enter the room because it's. I, I, I don't wish to think about it. Okay, I... I will search for any info about Eileen, the lake, the guardians, what they were guarding, the ritual. Yeah. Um. And if it mentions, it would, it would be highly unlikely, but if anything mentions 
anything about Thelum. I don't think Thelum was would have been there if when Willow was. Since this seems like it's going to be taking a little bit. Um, yeah. Nathaniel has set up on the bed. I'm assuming Endian is still occasionally trying to chop at her cords. <laughs> and when she's not, she like if she's talking to you at all, instead of like pointing with your finger, she's pointing with her short sword. <laughs> like you're constantly out. She's like, once Thelum comes up here, I'm gonna take that ring and shove it down his throat. <laughs> uh, I will say, Nathaniel, your hands go through the strings. Like you don't you, when you interact with the strings, they're not tangible. Hmm. But when Endian does, they are tangible and unbreakable. Hmm. Interesting. I I would probably either on my person or ask one of the servants for a larger block of wood. And as this is happening and Endian is ranting, um, Nathaniel's working on a larger wood carving of some sort. Like like six inches long, like uh, substantial. Uh, yeah, you you can get that stuff. Uh, the servants will attend to you as you need. Start your carving. You start your flailing. Thelum, oh, yeah, I can make him get in the ring, and then I can feed it to something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thelum, so you see this? It's it's dusty. It seems like it hasn't been entered in a long time. There's a a mirror. Uh, this seems like it'd be like a more of a personal room. I mean, they might have slept in the same room, but it seems like more of a, like a just a personal room for her and her effects. Um, it's decorated in a way that feels more like it's from Fracterra. You see, like, like so there's like a mirror on the ma- on the wall. There's um, that's why you've noticed so many mirrors is because it seems a human woman had been living here, not just the person you guys are clearly <laughs> assuming is a vampire. <laughs> uh, and because um, he you, is, you <laughs> find a, a a wooden trunk with a concertina on top of it. So it's like this, it's somewhat of like an accordion type type instrument, but there is a trunk with with stuff that like, if you take off the concertina, as you set it down, it makes noise. Uh, um, and you open up the trunk and I, like this is like the like you've looked through drawers, you find clothing of hers. It's nothing crazy. You're not really finding too much of anything important until you open up this trunk in which you find um, a you find some robes very similar to what uh, you found in the chest under your house Um, you find so it might be that she just kept her ceremonial robes that she used to have you find like this silk like wristband with a metallic cylinder attached to it you find um, it's like tear-shaped crystal uh and when i say tear-shaped i mean more like more crescent like it's not like a not like just like a standard teardrop but like with the one that's kind of curvy to it you see a book that looks kind of familiar it reminds it there's a book that eileen used to read when you would go to bed and it looks like very similar design wise there's like these metal bits to the corners um, there's like a very, there's like these three colorful uh, ribbon bookmarks attached to it. Um, it's unmarked as to what it is. And um, you do notice a few other books in there as well. Rereading. Okay. I will let you know. It, um, it'll it take you a few hours to read through all this stuff. If that's, if that's something you're interested in doing right now, or if that's something since, since it's by yourself at night, or if that's something... 
you want to do another time. Other one now. You know. So you you buckle in into you get on the bed you start reading. So some of the books you find as you're looking through it, it takes you about an hour to go through some of these notes. You realize the Ramirez are a long line of guardians who were protecting the land that they're from. It seems as though what you can gather is is Enoch Village are descendants of people from that area, but not like the Ramirez. The Ramirez are descendant even further from that area. It seems as though they are protecting the land from the city of Nimrod, uh, which could at any point come back. It appears as though at the bottom of Lake EA is a is a basically like a, a almost a portal. It's like a tear, more likely. It's like something was it keeps re the stitches on this thing keep breaking at some point. And it's their duty was always to every 10 years they needed to go back and perform a ritual to seal up this portal again before it would get bigger and reopen. So it seems as though that was what their guardianship was, was to to as their family would go there, they would go down to the bottom of the lake and they would reseal the, the portal every 10 years. It seems as though Will uh, Genevieve Ramir was Willow and Eileen's mother. She ended up having two daughters. It was supposed to be Willow who was going to continue all of this, but Willow rebelled and did not want to stay here and left, which explains why in that book she was, she was like, you could only faintly see Willow's name because she was erased and from the list of guardianship. And that's why Eileen is there next is because Eileen was then forced to take up the mantle because Willow left it all. But basically Nimrod is a city of an ancient civilization that hid away and became monsters. And if they come back, they're likely to cause a lot of terrible conflict in the area. So that's why they do it. And they seem to be a very terrible threat, a real like existential threat to the area, which is why the final mission, if they seem to break through, is to summon a meteor to come down on it. Another out. Oh, go ahead. The Guardian's mission was to summon a meteor on it, or was it Nimrod? Their mission is to seal the portal so they can't come through. But if something were to happen and they do come through, the okay. last, re- like their last resort, is to summon a meteor to come down and take it out, them included. So it's like a last, yeah, last, last, last resort. resort. Yeah. Someone's that powerful to summon a fucking meteor from a mirror? Okay. Um, going through some more stuff. Another hour. Of, of researching the book that looks like Eileen's book. You immediately notice it's like a, it starts to, it feels like it's reading like a diary of, of Willow's time here in Dark World. Except as you're reading it, you, you start to realize that something's odd about the way it is. It's like she's writing to Eileen. Like that's how it, like the voices, it looks like she's writing letters to Eileen, but they're never been sent because they've all been in this book. And as you're flipping through it, it seems to end at some point. They talk about, you know, having Kildane. Uh, Kildane's only like a child when she dies 
like at some point it stops at that but there's no more journey after that in the book you see there's a bunch of blank pages towards the end but in the back you notice the last page has this big ink blot on the back and then you also see some writing on the next page saying hello this is gunu and i have been practicing a lot and then another page the house is really nice and I have been practicing a lot. You are my best friend, book. And then you see a few pages like this. It's just Gunu, very, very uh, basic sentences writing to this diary. Dear best friend, I'm getting really good at shrinking things. Once I'm cured, I can make friends. <laughs> things like that. Yeah, a few, like I said, after a few hours of reading, that's... Those are like the big takeaways you get. So it kind of clicks in your head, I think, that the book Eileen, there's been no message back from Eileen. Eileen, it's always been Willow to Eileen. The only message back, it seems, is in the back, upside down, is Gunu writing in this thing. And you realize the book that Eileen's been reading while you were at, at sleep was the messages, the un the the unreplied messages of willow back to her what was the last message gunu sent dear best friend i am very close to this i think eventually i will be able to shrink things to go in my blood i am very close i can't wait how many pages does this book have left there's about 30 blank pages in between the two. God damn, Gunu, stop talking. <laughs> to be fair, the bulk of it is just Willow <laughs> writing to Eileen. Hers <laughs> is like uh, 15 pages. Oh, okay. Um, And an ink blot <laughs> where she must have spilled ink on this book by accident. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, I will... I'm gonna... That's all the books, right? That I've that's yeah yeah you've read okay. through like it's it's the other ones have been like loose like lightly written things detailing the 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 stuff she had from before and then just her her message book basically i'm gonna grab the book and i will try and find Thradwolf. okay Thradwolf. yeah um you head back the way you came uh he's still in his study he's reading um he Mr. Valkyrie? Thelem, did you find what you were looking for? Kind of. Is is it okay if I take this with me? Show him the book. He pauses because this feels like it might be a hard decision for him. Uh, give me a give me a persuasion check. With uh, yeah, just persuasion. I am your Matthew. that Matthew. <laughs> Could go either way. Twelve. Of course, I I was not interacting with it any and I'm sure it'd be nice for you to reconnect how how is Eileen doing um <laughs> she's she's with Willow now mm. but um well if you ever find yourself needing a place to stay you are welcome at the Volcula estate thank you if somehow I find anything more about Willow. Would you like it? No. Thelum nods. I have everything I'll need from my time with her. 
Cool. Thank you for this. Thelm looks around for a servant. Yeah, there's one. Could you lead me to my chambers? Yeah, uh, and he'll lead you to... He'll open the door to a room in which Andien is <laughs> flailing and, and Nathaniel is carving. He ends up and just points a sword. In two Thelm. hours. Thelm, Thelm looks at, at you dead in the eyes. Willow. That's not my name. Get in here. Willow. <laughs> Willow was a part of it. That, that, that Dilfy vampire fucked my, <laughs> my mother's sister. That, your, your aunt? Aunt. <laughs> to be fair, Thelen probably doesn't know that word. <laughs> it is weirder to say your mother's sister than aunt. <laughs> it seems like you're trying I'm to distance yourself right from him. <laughs> the lake. The lake. The lake. The lake was a portal. The lake was a portal. To Nimrod. What, what's with the sword? You get in that ring right now. <laughs> and you ask. You're right. Or, I need to ask about the portal. No. Ask he him goes about these. He throws the ring out the window. <laughs> that one poofs into the ring. And it dings it. Onto, the, onto the hardwood floor. She picks it up and throws it against the wall. <laughs> I feel a shake when I go in. Whoa, what was that? <laughs> Did Nathaniel have something? You, you sit, looked like you had something you wanted to say, Nathaniel. No, I was wondering if he had already poofed today, but I think the last conversation happened not on this day with Pazuzu. Yes, correct. Okay. You appear uh, in the ring. Pazuzu looks absolutely irritated. Right, I forgot your feelings about this place. <laughs> Yeah, you and Pazuzu didn't leave off on the best of terms. <laughs> hey, bestie. Um, Putting the ring under the bed. Strap <laughs> him there. <laughs> so, um, do you know anything about Nimrod? No? You, you still angry? Yeah? I warned you about Dark World. Nothing has happened yet. The worst I've... You're worst lucky I've that nothing has happened yet. Not a group of ghouls to kidnap you. You've yet to even see what lies out there beyond the safety of this fogged city. Look, what I've experienced so far other than getting licked, was beneficial to me. <laughs> Look, I I can see that you're angry. So if you don't want to help right now, understandable. I will just try and get us out of here as fast as possible. But I, I just wanted to ask if you knew anything about Nimrod. Give me a persuasion and disadvantage. That would have been good. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the same number twice. Dirty 20. Nimrod is an ancient civilization. Annie. The most degenerate slops of living beings there ever existed live there. Do you know why they turn into monsters? Hubris. Was it a 
they thought that could control some sort of power type of thing? They thought they were above even the gods. What they specifically do? Too many sins to count, young Thilum. I wish not to speak more of these vile, vile bottom feeders. I thought he was just about to end it at bottoms. Um. <laughs> <laughs> they have large bottom energy. <laughs> um, well, thank you. I will get us out of here as soon as possible. As soon as we find Darien. But, uh, thank you for everything. Oh, um... <laughs> I was hoping you were gonna just poof. <laughs> before... Before I, I... I go anywhere. Because, um... I can hear what people are saying outside the ring, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know anything about the strings on Endia? If someone would like to make a deal, I'd be willing to... look into it. So... It wasn't you. No... Those were there from as far as I remember. You could see them? Could you not? No. In the beginning of this journey, I couldn't see in the dark. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> then I opened my eyes. <laughs> um, Do you just not all see the things that are around you all the time? No. Is there, is there something in here that I can't see right now? That you see? In here, no. Oh. Okay, well, thank you. And Thelon poofs out. <laughs> is he under the bed? Yeah. <laughs> and he's trapped because the bed's too heavy. <laughs> and you're stuck. Uh, guys. Hey guys, please. And he's just sitting down. You have fun talking to your friend. Uh, I, yes, I have info on the strings. Go ahead. <laughs> it wasn't Pazuzu. Cross, just her foot tapping It wasn't Pazuzu. <laughs> Are you sure? He said he could always see it on you. Even more concerning. Can I please get out? Go ahead. Uh, Sorry, yeah. my strength's a negative one. I can't help you. <laughs> uh, you know, or you can get out. <laughs> <laughs> so what's this about a portal in a lake now that I've had a moment? That's... That's all the strange stuff that we saw in the basement at the lake house. Eileen was a part of a, a long lineage of guardians that protected the land, Enoch, from a civilization that turned into monsters, Nimrod. Nimrod. Apparently, okay. it would go to hell if they got through. But then, and, who's protecting it now? I guess Gunu. Oh, God. Hmm. Is there any date that signifies when the last ritual was? No. We need to go back. Get Darius and go back. That's the plan. Can I do a general check to see if any of this... Because if it's like portals and crossing of things and that type of stuff. I know the Pursuers, that isn't their main shtick, but like yeah. we crossed over and like all of that type of stuff. If there's anything... Um, I'd say either give of. me a history or an arcana check. Yeah, they're both the same. 11. Most portals that... They like it doesn't sound like anything of of Prisma that you would be able to think of. So it could be its own demi plane. It could be to another location on the same planet. It could be really anything to that degree. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. 
I wasn't expecting much, but... Are... are we good to rest, then? Yeah. We... we need it. For the long journey ahead of us. Yes, I need to... Why is there only two beds? We don't need one. Oh. All right. Well... He hops into the, the bed that he was, he was Thel- under. <laughs> Thelum pushes them together and uses one big bed. <laughs> <laughs> you want actually? You want, no, he was nice to me. I'm not going to rearrange his furniture. I'll hop into okay. one bed. Okay. Um, Can you guys you... tuck me in? No. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay, good night. Okay. Um, so we enter the night. Uh, Thelm sleeps, you two trance. Can I get uh, wisdom saving throws from everyone? The two Eladrin get advantage. Ooh, Ooh charm, baby. The, the child's trying to charm. Oh, god damn it, Indian. She's Fucking too busy. Indian. She's angry trancing right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saving throw, correct? Yes, yes. <laughs> trying to switch my frequencies from my elven shit, but nah, I rolled bad, so I have to look. Uh, charisma? Wisdom. Wisdom? Oh, that's better. Yeah. Uh, 12. 12. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Oh, 15. 15. All right. Can I get a perception from Nathaniel? Fucking A. I put a thing. I got a 10. I got. Okay. I have advantage and a plus five, and I can't roll above a 10 on any perception check. Nathaniel. <laughs> I have a 20 passive perception. Yeah, well... <laughs> I had advantage. <laughs> are you are you at full right now, Indian? Yeah. I won't be for long, I can assume. <laughs> Alright, uh you wake up with twenty-three less HP. Ow. Holy shit. Uh you feel you you have like this weird nightmare as you are transient, like some dark thoughts just like start enveloping your trance and you maybe it's because you were so angry about it things, but things get like weird and and just um, they they don't go the way you think they should be going. And maybe you feel like you're being puppeted around more and more. And you have like flashes of like Erica laughing at you. And you're never quite able to catch up to her to get her to shut up or cut your strings off. And uh, yeah, you wake up feeling you're not exhausted, but you feel you feel lethargic. Um, as you, this necrotic, like, deathly feeling, uh, envelops you. Eyes less gold than usual, more gray. Are you all right, Indian? Just sitting still, even being awake. No. I have strings hanging off of me that have apparently been here for months, if not more. And my communion with the... Elven heritage got me nothing to help with that. I still am proficient in Poisoner's Kid and Herbalism Kit because there's nothing useful in there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, I feel trained. That was not a good trance. Do you you still feel comfortable to head out today? Comfortable? No. But we need to. Can't let a bad trance lead... uh, Keep us from, oh, sorry, from finding Darius. We shall persevere. And with that, um, seeing that Endian is struggling, mm-hmm. I'm going to start off with a second level cure, uh, healing word on Endian yeah. in the morning. Good, that was half my HP. <laughs> I was just going to give oh, you a range. 
Love rolling minimum on that, so you get four more hit points. Thank you, Nathaniel. Fellow uh, will reach into his bag. Is his gold also hot? Yes, it does. <laughs> it burn. Give me a con save if you're touching this shit. <laughs> While he's touching his gold. <laughs> I also <laughs> want to thank you, Nathaniel, for how far you've come with us, especially with our predisposed... Mm, your their thoughts about me previously. I'm a protector. That's what the pursuers do. Um, I am no longer officially recognized by them, but I still hold their tenants in my heart. And this was part of me protecting you. All of you. I'm also working on a way to get us back. Oh, while he is reaching this bag. I rolled an 18, by the way. 18, okay, you're fine. But it is very hot. He, he just doesn't notice it. <laughs> he's, he's too uh, focused on the conversation. I did talk to Thradwolf about an exit. He just says we need to find a point that is weakest to cross through. He said he didn't need to do anything special, no ritual, no spell. Well, and then I'll grab a potion of healing and give it to Endian. Thank you, Thumb. Sorry for being so rash last evening, or whatever it was. You, uh, it's cool. Is it just a common potion? Yeah, just common. Just common, though. Just common. (laughs) It may be different for Lord Volcule. He seems to be both native to this place and a being of some power if he can summon this mist and maintain it. Um, so we may have to do a bit more to return. But I'm... I, I have plans. But if anything does happen, he did invite me. I can I can probably extend an invitation to you back here again if we need refuge. I... Um, without even, like, fully knowing, kind of give... Endian a little bit of a side glance. It's, it's, um, yes, it, yes. We keep that as an option. Well, using the chair to get up more than she usually would. All right, we, we should go. And Nathaniel, I am sorry. I couldn't be more of a protector. No one wears that burden more than I do. Stumbles for a second as she tries to walk to the doors. Okay, okay. I'm good, let's go. I think, like, Nathaniel would reach out as you stumble um, and say very, in a very low voice, you're still very young, princess. You have time to be a protector. And, yeah, start heading out. Don't make that face. (laughs) He is a whore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) They they are a whore. First of all, First of all, they are a whore, not, not he is. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sorry, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> At least be correct if you're going to call them a whore. Um, Second. <laughs> what do you mean, man? I need to be, like, working through some shit that Nathaniel doesn't want to, like, get into. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All I've seen. Well, at least... Doesn't seem like that would help Endian get through it. 
Oh, 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 baby maker. Too much baggage. Too much baggage. I can leave the room. Shit. (laughs) Ildaka's already leaving the room. (laughs) As an owl turns the door and he's here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you want owl off of Yummy Tooth? Let's go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I mean, as you're leaving, you don't really see Thridewolf in the manor. they might have like things they gotta do or whatever, uh, but they're not in in here, or at least in the areas that you walk by, uh, like the entry, the foyer, or the study or whatever. So he's not really seeing you guys out. But as you guys get out again, you notice it's just dark with compass. So you, I think it's now able to hit you guys the reality of like it's so hard to keep track of time here because there's no change in in there's no day cycle. Yeah. And we probably oversleep like we trance for 4 hours but if Endian had a shitty trance like we just left whenever Thelum got up so however long he slept is now our new day. Yeah. So you oh, all Thelum would have left a note for Thradwolf. Yeah. Saying okay. his things. Um so you all head out from the Volcule Estate into the Belly Swamps. It's a three-day journey. You don't know what to expect. I'm not gonna make you do survival checks to navigate because you have compass to keep you on track definitively. As long as you understand that travel is through compass, then you can get through there. Um, before... Sorry, I thought of mm-hmm. this... Um... Thradwolf said how to get back to the manor, correct? He said east from Compass always leads back yes. to Volcule Manor. Okay. Yes. I was making sure of that before we mm-hmm. um, officially left. Yep. But I will be asking you to do um, a, a series of stealth and perception checks to navigate your way through without being caught up in something and also to find your way through something. And at night, I am going to have you do... I'll have you do survival checks at night to make sure you're, like, comfortable and you're able to, like, not be destroyed at night, basically, while you're out there. Destroyed. So you have three days of this. First, I'm going to ask for a group stealth check. The one out of the three of you that gets... I, I'm going to take the result that's the most medium. So, like, the... the well, Not the highest or the lowest, but, like, the middle answer from you guys. Which one's first? Stealth. 22. I got a dirty 20. That one? You're taking the middle one, right? Yep. Yeah. So okay, I got in that one. <laughs> nice. That's... I mean, taking the middle number is nice in that sense. <laughs> yeah, so you're able to move. Uh, it's it's not as wet as you're getting out there. It's uh, You're not sloshing through uh, too much water to make too much noise. As you're, you know, you think you guys have a, a really good start, even though Endian is, is feeling a bit down. Um, as you guys are heading out of the fog, Endian disappears again. So keeping track of Endian is going to be very difficult. Um, from now on, Endian will get advantage on 
stealth rolls. I, I imagine. Okay, I was gonna say I imagine Indians. So I got my boots. Mm, there you go. Okay. Um, can I get a perception check now? We'll do the same exact thing. So I'm gonna take the middle result from you three. I've realized this is a good way to do group checks for you because there is three of you. I can always take a middle one. Fucking finally, I got a twenty-four. Um, we're all decent, so I'm not the middle one. <laughs> uh, I rolled a nineteen. Okay, good. I got a ten. Something in my throat, bro. <laughs> Indians focusing on their breathing, like when you're trying not to throw up. <laughs> uh, now, can I get a percentile at plus thirty? Oh, do it. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> we were I all looking at each other. <laughs> Uh, 93. Ooh. No, wait, sorry. Plus 30. Uh, 113. Okay. First day goes smooth. Maybe it's because you're so close to the states. Not a lot of things come around here. Uh, but your time going through, you're not really getting a lot of it. It's just really gross. And you, uh, it's a good thing that Felum has really nice boots now. Otherwise, this would be <laughs> the sewers all over again. Um, Ildafa stays as an owl pretty much through this whole thing to get a little bit more view and range uh, above everything, but doesn't get too far away so everyone knows where everyone's at. It gets to a point where it feels like you've been going for hours and hours and hours, you know, like a course of a day. Nothing feels like it's changing. You hear in the distance, you hear like cricket sounds. You um, hear like some like bubble pops from from the swamp water, but it gets to a point where you guys are getting exhausted. You could either press through to try and save some time uh, and risk exhaustion, or you can try and find a way to camp here in the shit. What are we thinking? If you are okay to go ahead, I can push through. Or do we? rest while you are not feeling yourself and then push on the next day I don't want to hold us back at all it will be a larger setback if we are injured as part of pushing ourselves too hard we'll sell up camp yeah D- describe how you how you're going about this how, how what does camp look like for you guys is there any trees nearby uh yeah there's there's uh the occasional tree yeah um, Indian's gonna ask Bellum to give her a boost so she can get up in the tree and she will trance in the tree for the evening. I don't know what the others would like to do. Um, she's invisible, so she can just trance up there. Yeah, I think Nathaniel's fairly comfortable, quote unquote, with camping in the rough. Feel like when they're doing their patrols, that's what they're normally doing. So going through whether or not they have the materials for it, but like again, a mostly dry place, gathering like semi-dry vegetation to like get us up out of any muck, um, trying to make it at least somewhat comfortable, especially for Thelum, knowing that he has to actually sleep instead of just trance. I mean, the thing is, Thelum's been home. Uh- Traveling hobo, hobo, not hobo, hobo, <laughs> for a bit. So he has slept in shitty places, but um, he will help Endian up into the tree, and he will help Nathaniel 
do their dry vegetation picking thing. Do you try to start a fire at all? Or are you after the wolf incident? Nah. <laughs> I will I will state um while you guys see fire, it doesn't give off a light emanation either. Oh. But like is it Somebody might it... smell the fire though, um, but I just don't know how, if it's something that you guys are interested in, in dealing with the cold, or, or it's it's not like cold like it was in the mountains. Uh, it's just cold as in like nighttime in a swamp. <laughs> yeah, but it's not cold enough to require a fire. It would just be a comfort. Right. Thing. Yes. Okay. I would push then not to have it because the less we have to attract mm-hmm. things to us, even without light, is better. Because it's not going to give us any yeah. benefit besides some small comfort. So okay. it's unaffected by the cold. Uh, are you doing watches at all? Yes. Okay. Is it is it Nathaniel first, then Indian second? Is that what we're doing, or only because? Sure. Yeah. I, okay. I, I just wasn't sure if because if you're trying to keep the, like the tight eight for telling yeah, the rest and the tight eight, the tight and then eight. also that'll give Indian. I know, like we still have to finish the eight mm-hmm. hours, but. Endian then can rest initially uh, yeah. since she is more injured. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'll be more injured by the end of my rest, I bet. Alright, can I get a group survival roll? Ugh. Ugh. Ooh! I may be the low roll. I got a 10. I got 14. a 4. So what was Endian's? 14. 14, okay. Okay, not bad. Oh right, yeah, uh, the night goes smooth. Uh, you're doing good. Day two, you're again. It's been almost unchanging scenery in a way as you've been going through this this sphere of terrain uh, all around you with nothing but uh, compass in the sky. Can I start getting? Can I get day two's stealth checks? Sorry, I'm just. Working off my hit die. I got a six that time. No, a five. Sorry. Oh, we better roll good. Holy poop! I roll bad too. So five. What is yours? Uh, Endian got a fifteen. Oh, I got a nineteen. All right, that's still not bad. (laughs) Fifteen. All right. Thank God I have a plus seven. Can I get the group perceptions? Fuck off. Um, I got a twelve. Got a seven. I got a 16. Mm, Not good all around. All right. You are making your way. uh, The water's rising on you. It's it's getting you're getting it's more exhausting to walk through. It's harder to keep up the the precision you were having the day before. Can I get a percentile from someone with a plus 15? Kyle's turn. Plus 15? Yep. 15. <laughs> 15? No, um, no. Uh, I'm adding 15. I'm adding 15. Okay. I'm adding 15. <laughs> <laughs> that would have meant I had to roll a zero. <laughs> I don't think you can do. 31. Okay, it's above 50. I won. <laughs> it's above 50. Uh, as you're making your way, you suddenly notice a figure come into view. Uh, back turned to you. They seem to be picking at a bush. Uh, there is a black cat sitting on top of the bush as well. Darius. 
He loves black cats, dude. <laughs> he loves bushes and black cats. <laughs> I will. Well, I will personally try a cat to a bush. get their attention. Not get their attention. What? <laughs> I will personally be stealthy. You're Just walk try around to them. Get away from that? Okay. Yeah. They're not bothering me. I'm not bothering them. I think same strategy just trying to avoid contact yeah the cat watches you as you start walking past would you like a taste (laughs) (laughs) um i will start talking in primordial primordial and like make it look like i'm like saying sorry and i'm just walking away (laughs) savage yeah, so you, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, the cat just like, all right, they're very tasty berries. Well, the cat's saying those. Yes, the, the cat. Yeah, that. you're hearing the cat. Uh, oh, well, wait, well, the, the The woman, there's this this figure, this this woman hunched down over, like picking from the, seems like she's eating berries from this, this bush. Good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm following Thelum's lead. Like, this isn't I'm my visible. shit to start <laughs> interacting <laughs> with. <laughs> And also, even though I don't think she ever would, but I'm just silently pleading to Enyun, just don't fucking say anything. Just stay invisible. I know <laughs> you're going to, but please just stay invisible so we don't have to explain our invisible friend. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all of these cat encounters are very fun and very exciting, but this is not that type yeah, of... I would have done, done and followed those cats in the alley. I know you would have. And that's the plan. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, the cat doesn't say much more. Just watches you walk off um, from distance. Uh, you guys are making your way through. Uh, it's time to camp again. Uh, is it the same as before? Yeah, if there's a tree. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little stronger now, so I'll do it myself. I am because I that switched like a normal person. My um, proficiencies during Ooh. the last long rest. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm proficient in carpenter's tools, which allows me to make temporary shelters. Ooh. So, like, much better, like, now that we've been out here for mm-hmm. a day, um, like, before it was very rough, but now um, more substantial, small lean-to underneath this tree. Um, okay. Keeps us up out of the muck, um, sheltered from the wind, that type of stuff. Okay. Can I get, then can I get survival checks from everyone? <laughs> and Nathaniel can do it with advantage. Ooh. Ooh, there we go, girl. You got a good trance in. Now you're rolling good. 23. What'd you get, Kyle? 16. Good, because I got a 7. <laughs> Ooh, with advantage. With advantage. <laughs> the other one was a natural 1. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what if we uh, all roll natural 1? <laughs> don't bring great. that into this. Well, the middle <laughs> one, well, with our modifiers, it'd be all different. Uh, well, so Nathaniel does not sleep well with this, or does not trance well with this. Um, I think you realize maybe it's because you're so attuned to nature and spending time out there that you realize, like, the the water here is a little acidic. Mm. And it's also kind of nauseous. Like, you feel like if you spend an extended period of time out here, you could easily get disease and sickness. Um, it's like not a very, it's a very volatile 
uh, hostile environment to be in. And you're, you're kind of feeling that a bit when you wake up. Nothing mechanically, but you're, you're feeling it a bit when you wake up. Yeah, it's it feels very foreign. Like, I'm mm-hmm. used to nature, and this isn't like any nature I've ever traveled in. Yeah. Day three of travel. Hopefully, if you're lucky, you'll end the night in Mother's Village. Give me those dead. stealth rolls. There we go. <sighs> Dirty See, 20. So that's the second time I've rolled a nat one, but because I have advantage, I got a 15. I also got a 15. Ooh. Ooh. Look at us. There's no middle. You guys got a zero. <laughs> 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 uh, no, okay. Uh, okay, okay, okay. I think you, you're, you're, you're trudging the same way you were last time. I think this is the best is you've the best you've got with the as it gets like mercury mercury mercury, mercury poisoning murkier <laughs> uh and wetter uh give me those perceptions don't tell me what to do kind of 13 19 19 14 14 you're a little bit more alert yeah, I think things are going pretty good for you uh, still. This has been a pretty... You have all around in your travels have not had to deal with too much. I think it's good because time... It's The worst thing that can happen is you waste too much time, you think. So give me that percentile plus 15. No, uh, plus 30 because you had a good night rest. That's right. 37. You stinky... Like Sorry. Sorry. It was my turn. I apologize. <laughs> I wish I would have rolled higher as well. <laughs> I'm glad we got a plus 30 on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was... Fissure opens in the earth. <laughs> it was Bumble oh who fucked us. Because he's like, oh yeah, like you guys are doing so good. Everything's going fine. Let's see what I would have gotten. Yeah, I want to see what I would have I would have gotten a 91. I would have gotten an 88. Fine. <laughs> I won't roll any more percentiles. <laughs> Wait, plus 30. 110. Yep. Uh, just you guys. Yeah, you, 100. Yeah. Fine. Just no. <laughs> you ever asked me to roll another percentile? No. <laughs> Not my job. I rolled too poorly. <laughs> At least Nathaniel does. <laughs> to be fair, we didn't ask you to roll that. You did it on your own. <laughs> what was what was everyone's perceptions again? Uh, God, I already said another number. That's a way beyond. Pretty sure Nathaniel nineteen. Was... I got a thirteen. Yeah, 13, and I fourteen. And I had nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. It's Endian who notices this. <laughs> you are walking through. Everything seems like it's going real smooth. Something moves in the swamp. And it's very subtle, but you notice it. And it's right next to you guys. And we'll see you next time. Oh, oh I have to do an outro, I guess. <laughs> if you don't have to. If you'd like to ask me about how it is in the belly swamps, you can always hit me up at Twitter at BumbleScum. That's with a K. If you'd like to know what's about to uh, snag them from the ground, uh, you can always hit up the IDL at, uh, at under, IDL underscore RPG S. If you would like to talk to your fellow fans about this, you can always use hashtag IDL. If you like to uh, ask how to make a lean to, you can always hit up Adam at Little Growth. If you'd like to know 
what it's like to wake up feeling like shit, you can always hit up Baka Zombie at Zombie Baka. <laughs> um, and yeah, we'll, we'll get to Kyle in a bit. He's he's reading some, some precious memories in a book. Uh, we'll have to deal with that in a few hours when he's done. Look at this photograph. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>